Hi, welcome to This Is Your Book Club podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jamie. Welcome back. Hello. Last podcast of the year. Can you believe what? it? Wait, 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 wait. It is, because this is book club, and that's the fourth. My brain's not here yet. It doesn't seem real. Another 12 books. Another 12 books. Now, we are at the end of the month for us, but we're not, you know, at the last day. So I wanted to check in with you, Jamie, and see where you are on your reading challenge. So I am... Thank you for asking. <laughs> I know you want to share. <laughs> how I you're am doing. not close yet. I am at 113 out of a actually no because I'm at 114 because I haven't put this one in yet as finished. I'm at 114 out of 120. So I'm six books away. Very good. And I might make it. But guess what? I might not. It's I am not going to stress about it this year. Last year, I was a little cost. stressed about it. I did too. I felt like I was scrambling to get mm-hmm. all of my books in um i also am mine even says i am one book behind schedule oh mine probably says mine says i'm four books behind schedule get on track get on it right um but i have i'm at 120 and my goal was 125 so i think i'll make it i have i just had two books become available today Mm -hmm. on my library holds which i always love it's a good day when I Always. get to choose, oh, which one should which I start with? Which one do you with? start with? Do you choose off of which one you want more? If they, because I always look at how many more days I have it. I do do but that. But if they both came available the same day, yes. then it's a pure choice. So I did do that. So a few days ago, truly, like three or days ago or so, mm-hmm. um, another one came available, but I was in the middle of our book club book. Ah. And so I didn't have started it. And then these two came to available today. And I'm like, ooh. I have 15 days left on the one and like 20 days on the others. And I'm like, I can read that both books. There's plenty of time. time. 15 days is like five books later. So I really didn't pick the one with the least amount of days. (laughs) I picked the one that I wanted to read the most. I'm, I'm excited about it. Well, I'm excited because one of the holiday books that I put on hold, I put like four on hold and they're all like four weeks out, two weeks out. But one of them I, I'm third in line right now, so I should it get come. it soon. Oh, that's Hopefully a good point. Before Christmas. I purchased a Christmas book for the uh, point of reading it, and I haven't yet. Maybe Because I'll if it, it comes after, I would read it a week after Christmas, but after that, I'll just wait yeah, till I'll next year. Yeah, I'll wait till year. next year. I'm so the same. So we'll see when it comes available, but hopefully that looks like that one will come available. I'm excited for that one. Yes. So. That's very exciting. Yeah. So we're getting there. I can't believe it. it. It's the end of another year. I know. Another reading goal. I have and to start thinking about my goal for next. Oh, what's next your year. goal going to be? Maybe I keep it at 120. Maybe that I go to like 115. Good- because 120 was down from the year before. I know. Same with mine. Mine and was down. I think because the pandemic year threw me off because I read so many books oh, that year. so many. And then I was like, I could do that again. And then it wasn't as enjoyable. But I had a lot of time on my hands then. So true. So true. But Time in a season, Jamie. Right. It's different now. So I know. I'm going to have to think about mine too. I do. I wonder if I do how many weeks in a year and how many books do I think I want to read a week. Right. I think I might try and do it that 52 way. 52 weeks a year. 
what is realistic because it used to be like or maybe per month instead of weeks because i can do more yeah. than two but not always three. but not always three that's i feel that's fair that's very fair anyway all okay. the things to think about we'll get back with you on that one i'd love to hear how you decide what yeah. you're gonna do like how do you pick your reading goals and are you reaching your goals this year? Let us know. Yeah. Do you pick a goal or do you just read? Because it's more enjoyable to not be pressured. About a goal. I'm choosing not to be pressured this time. And we'll just see. I set a goal and we'll see. I feel like setting a goal to read is maybe for people who don't read as much. Yeah, that's true. And it's true. like, I'm going to read 12 books this year, one a month. Because you yes. don't normally read. When and I, that's awesome. The first goal that I made myself was 16 books. Yeah. I mean, I still I remember, remember that. Yeah. When my kids were little, if I read one book a month, I was like, that is 12 books a year. And that's more than what I, you know, like that yeah, was exciting. That felt that like was an accomplishment. Yes. Yeah. I do think that like having, when I started setting a goal, mm -hmm. when I, when I did 16 books, I did end up reading more than 16 books that year. It was super motivating mm -hmm. for me where I didn't. Do a, I didn't focus a lot on my reading, but setting that goal and tracking that goal. Like having the tracker in Goodreads mm -hmm. is super helpful for me. Like I like looking at I it. Just it think tells it's me fun. it's so fun. It tells me like, oh, you're behind or oh, you're one book yeah. ahead. Like I love that. I and get, then you get satisfaction the, of the image at the end of the year of all your covers yes. and how many pages you read. What was the most like popular book pop you read? Yeah. What was the least a uh, book that was read the least. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And I always feel like I've like found a hidden gem when yes. I, with that book. Yeah. Whatever that book might be. Right. Anyway, I do love it so much. Yes. And it's fascinating. You know what else is really interesting to me to, is to compare the pages that I've read. So yeah. sometimes. So it might be more books, but yes. less pages. Yes. I find that super interesting too. Yeah. So it's, it's really not necessarily a perfect account of your reading when you go buy books. I agree with you on that. And that are book numbers. Uh-huh. Anyway, it's so interesting. I love this stuff. Me and I'm too. not even really a math person, but I find <laughs> that so fun. It's it's more of just a progress and a Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's, I just like everything about books. Maybe me that's too. That's possible. It might be possible. I it's fun this time of year to see like all the best of of the year, all the quiz like book Goodreads has had, like you voted for a book and they've released their books of the year. And yeah, I love it. Yeah. It just, I love looking at all of them. I agree. And seeing it's which so ones I've fun. read, which ones I haven't. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And just um, a little side note, you know, last year we did, you know, best book of the year vote we've decided to like wait until this year was fully finished yep and so we'll be discussing and having a vote um next month for our book of the year based so off for of our book club 2022's yep. book of the year so be be watching. watching it's gonna it's coming yeah we just we felt like we were a little bit preemptive last year so we're yep. gonna wait till wait the year till is done we'll do ours in january yes to get a full complete Mm -hmm. because there's these last i got six more books to read this year yeah it could make it into well, my best of we want to give you chance to finish a chance yeah. to finish reading december's book club pick yeah. so that you can really make an educated vote 
Right. Which that's what we're discussing today. Seven Days of Us. Here's yes. your spoiler alert. We are going to talk about our book club book. First, though. First. I'm really excited for January's book. It is Everything Sad is Untrue by Daniel Nayeri. Whoop, whoop. You I'm guys so have to excited. see this cover. Look the cover up right now. Jamie found this one, and I, she was oh. like, I think we should read this. And we pulled it up, and I was like, mesmerized. Without even reading what it's about, the cover in and of itself. It's beautiful. Makes me want to read it right now. It is really cool. So um, let me jump in. Okay, here's the synopsis. At the front of a middle school classroom in Oklahoma, a boy named Cosro, whom everyone calls Daniel, stands trying to tell a story, his story. But no one believes a word he says. To them, he is a dark-skinned, hairy-armed boy with a big butt whose lunch smells funny who makes things up and talks about poop too much. But Costro's stories, stretching back years and decades and centuries, are beautiful and terrifying from the moment he, his mother, and sister fled Iran in the middle of the night, stretching all the way back to to family tales set in the jasmine-scented city of Isfahan. The palaces of semi-ancient kings and even the land of stories. We bounce between a school bus of kids armed with paperclip missiles and spitballs to the heroines and heroes of Kostro's family's past, who ate pastries that made them weep and touched carpets woven with precious gems. Like Scheherazade in a hostile classroom, author Daniel Nayeri weaves a tale of Kostro's trying to save his own life to stake his claim to the truth. And it is a true story. It is Daniel's. I am excited. There, I, we've read this a few times, and I'm sorry mm-hmm. if I mispronounced anything. There's a good chance I did. But it was like, whoa. Right. There's a lot, like, I'm very interested. We listened even to a little bit of an interview of Daniel Nairi, mm-hmm. and it was cool. Just to listen, hear him yeah. talk about it. Yes. This is autobiographical. Mm-hmm. And and yet I think a true story of his life and I get the of, impression the little bit of weaving in. Yes. I think when they say from a child's perspective, that means we we are weaving in what makes sense to us at the time yep. without knowing the full story. So yeah. I'm super interested in that point of view. And um yeah, it came highly recommended from a friend of mine who's read it. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I think it's going to be a good one. It's a great way to And coming right out the of the gate. Yeah. The new year. Yes. Really, so excited. Really excited for that. So excited. Okay. But, but today, let's talk. Today is book club day. We will be diving deep into seven days of us. By Francesca Hornick. Yeah, so if you don't want spoilers, come back later. Because here it goes. Because we do. We want to talk all things. So, Jamie. Yes. What did you think? I ultimately, by the end, liked the book. Okay. What do you think? I liked it. I Yeah. I was a little hesitant at first. I'd say the first third of the book. Okay. Was, I was having a hard time following 
it was a little disjointed. Yeah, the, I agree that at the beginning I was like, wait, what? Wait, wait, wait. And then I just finally was like, well, I'm just going to go with it. Until and hopefully ho- it starts to click. Yes, and it did. It did. But I'd say the second half of the book, I loved. Yes, I think I, I agree. really got into it then. The fir- I had a really hard time getting into it. That's a good point. Like I was confusing. baking as I was listening. I'm making Ooh. neighbor Christmas gifts. Yum. And so I was just listening while I was baking. So sometimes if I'm doing something else, I can be distracted and I'll go yeah. back and re-listen. And so I did it one time. I did too. But I felt the same. And then I thought, I don't think I this don't is think me. It's me. Yeah. I think this is just a little bit confusing. And so I'm just going to keep going. I don't feel like I really understood why they were quarantining. Like, right. what was really the exposure? So I think one discussion here is this book came out before the COVID pandemic. Yes. So we know a lot more about quarantining now yes. than if we had read this book when it came out. So they that not was really interesting. great quarantining protocols. No, and nor was, this was not an airborne disease. Right, but they weren't even allowed to walk outside. So it seemed like an extreme quarantine for something that's only transmitted through bodily fluids. Agreed. I don't, I mean, they let them on the airplane, which that's like the most transmittable place. Seriously. But then they had to quarantine so tightly at their home. Yeah, that should have happened I first. Just, yeah. You should have quarantined first and then and flown. And then flown home. Exactly. So the fact that it's not airborne, they allowed him to fly home. And I understand. And they kept saying, it's just protocol. It's just uh, safety precaution, safety precaution, nothing really serious, which if it's not airborne, yeah. you just watch your fluids. Right. Like, to me, that's more <laughs> of like, we're not kissing. Right. We're not having sex. Right. You're not going to bleed all over someone. Hopefully. That has another open wound. Right. So I off I actually was like comparing it to like HIV virus. And people who have AIDS and HIV walk around amongst everyone. It's a very low contagion possibility, which they discussed that in the book. So I do have to say, it did seem a bit extreme. Yes. For this. But I think she probably would have written it very different if she had written the book now post-pandemic. I agree. Than pre. So I think that has come with knowledge that we've gained in the last couple of years. I agree. Okay. I totally agree. So that aside. So we can forgive. Yes. Those decisions. Yeah. In the story. Right. Um, I, I liked the idea of this family being forced to stay together. After all this time, like, you know, they're, they're kind of not as close as they were. They're a bit estranged. Would you like, yeah. Yeah. They're like present. Like, well, at least obviously Olivia is the doctor. She's Mm -hmm. been away, you know, helping these third world people with this Uh awful contagious disease. But the other three, her daughter, the other sister, Phoebe, Mm -hmm. mother, Emma, and Andrew, like they're all. I think they active in each other's lives. Live together still. Phoebe yes, still lives at home that's with right. them. So very involved. But they don't but know each not. other very well. Yeah. They just don't communicate to with Which each other. I think was very reflective in Phoebe's relationship with George. Good call. We really don't know. It's all a facade. 
Everything yeah. is a facade. We're this close-knit family. Right. We're just going through We're the We're engaged. None of us really knows what each other is going through or inner thoughts. Mm-mm. It's all surface. Yeah. And they don't even recognize that within themselves, right? right. Like they're right. until they're forced together. Together. Which how often do we go through our family relationships? It did say one thing in there about how you behave with your siblings differently than you behave with somebody with friends. Yeah. And it's very true. We behave different, yet we also cover. Like, maybe you're more your true self and would say things you would never say to somebody else. But we're also covering a lot that maybe we would share with a close friend. There's like a swap. That is true. That is true. And I wonder how it many families would benefit from a seven-day quarantine. For real. Because I felt like this was beneficial. Messy. Yeah, it was messy. Very messy and uncomfortable. Yeah. But so beneficial for their family in the long run. Mm-hmm. And look how many days it took. To, it was like the seventh day. When it really, really hit the I mean, wall. things were coming mm-hmm. out here and there, but it took a long... Those first five days were... Just kind of going lipped. again. Yeah. Going yes, motions. going through the motions. Yeah. And just like, oh, now it's time for this. The other thing that I thought was really awesome was that the mother was like, okay, just she needed to keep herself busy so that she didn't think about her. She had cancer her diagnosis, diagnosis and she hadn't shared that with anyone. She didn't want to ruin Christmas. So she was keeping it to herself. Uh-huh. And so every day she had something planned. Like today is the attic cleaning yeah, today and is. today is the bonfire and today yes. is this. Like super uber focusing on those yes. traditions and the things that needed to get done yeah. to make things normal. Yeah. When so much is not normal. But it also sounds like, like, when was the last time they cleaned out that attic? But forcing them all to be up there together, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. going through these old things, the conversations that it sparked, the memories that it sparked, I thought that was like, you know, that was the good stuff. Like, right. they had these moments of even though they weren't really talking about anything real, mm-hmm. they were able to connect on, like, past experiences. Right. Which was super important. Yeah. Yeah. Just being together and being sisters. Yeah. Being a daughter, being a dad, a mom. Yeah. Just how much of that leaves when your kids start growing up, those mundane tasks that promote conversation. Totally. I I loved that part of it. I did too. I thought that it was like so very real. And I just think, don't we do, like I look at my own kids they put up all these stinky fights about anything I ask them to do, right? Like, mm-hmm. everyone's going to come and help do this. And they're like, no. But it's like, these are the moments. Right. I know it's not your favorite thing to do, but this is where we're doing family things, working together. This is the memory and how yeah. we learn to be a family. Yeah. And depend on each other and yeah. cooperate. And then when you grow up and you're brought back to those moments... I don't know. I think you'd be more willing to help each other out. I'd hope. Yeah. Anyway, I right. liked it. I like those things. Same here. Um, What did you think of Andrew, the dad, keeping the secret of his, Ugh. what, his, his unborn child? One night stand child. and an yeah. unborn child. Well, it's not unborn. Okay, his, yeah. Um, unknown. Unknown child, yeah. He didn't know about it till recently, but he kept keeping it a secret. One secret right. led to another secret led to another. Now, I understand 
not bringing it up when you got the letter from the, the woman. birth mom. Okay. Yes. Okay. I understand that, just wanting to bury it away and not bring it up to not cause problems or to hurt his wife. Yeah. Really was to protect himself, but he did right. say, I didn't want to hurt you, which right. I think you do consider that. What in those times, like if I bring this up, they're going to be so hurt. Of course, of they course are. they are. But it was in the past too, so I can I can overlook that. But once he showed up at the door, and there was no covering this up, and he still didn't bring up the letter, didn't share the letter. That's when I went. Now you're screwing up. Now you're really screwing up because now you've told her and you've promised her that you're telling that all you're the truth, telling everything. Yeah. That's when I was like, I agree. Oh, you know it's gonna come out. I felt that way too. But I'm so glad he didn't burn the letter. I think that was so. I couldn't important. believe he was considering that. Right. That I'm wasn't like, you are being really selfish here to cover up your own tracks because that how important that is to any person to the son mental to like to know that to hear that. Yeah. I don't care who you are. Like, that's all you have of right. your mom. Right. And you were going to, he was going to burn it. I'm so glad. I'm so glad that he that didn't. didn't happen. Yeah. I, I 100% And that Jesse agree. got to read it. Me too. It's the only thing he has of his birth mom, her handwriting. Yeah. Her, like, her thoughts. It's so it was awesome. huge that he got that. I totally agree. I agree with I that. I totally agree. But I think he screwed up not coming clean when things started coming out. You know, and as everything started coming out, right? Like they were when they started fighting really heavily, and they're like, "Well, I gave up this, and I had to sacrifice this for us, and I never was never acknowledged, and all those things." It really, I think that's so normal. I felt absolutely. I that was so realistic. Yeah, and I thought, you know, that's where all of the separation kind of started, right? You start putting up those walls because when you keep things to yourself, yeah. And you're a little angry. Yeah. And you but you don't want to make a big deal about it. Right. And I thought but it's it important festers. to share this stuff even, even when it might hurt. Yeah. And it doesn't seem like a big deal, but when you don't share, it becomes a bigger deal than it actually needs to be. Yeah. And how what and a lesson even for when all of Andrew us. talks about he's like I loved when we used to like when she would fight me. Yeah. Right? Like he loved that. Like that was a part of their relationship that was important. Yeah. That there's reason, like, they we cared care so enough. much that we're going to figure this out and resolve it. Yeah. Instead of just whatever. whatever. Yeah. yeah. You, should, what, you go do you. So much was resolved through, I loved when she lost it. I know. I so relate to that. And I was like, get it all out, lady. Just yeah. throw, And then she broke the wine bottle. Yeah. I, good for you. That You've been holding this so all good. day. Exactly. Get it all out i loved it i loved that scene i agree that was fun that was really and i think it was healthy like it was just really very very good for them to just have those hard say the hard things yeah and care enough to like listen put it out there and to yeah i loved i loved that part so did you think olivia was a little extreme on because you know every time someone like left the house or all the things um she was freaking out like don't you even care like I, you're so selfish it's all about you i kind of went like you're making it all about you i mean yes we're concerned right. about public safety global health and public safety yes 
And I think she reacted that way because she was keeping a secret that this actually was more severe than the rest of them. The rest of them really believe it's just protocol. That if she's followed all the rules. But she didn't follow. She did. That's true. So she That's true. was reacting out of. look at a, it from that point of view. Herself keeping a secret. And she didn't know about her mom, which that poses a whole nother risk. That would have made her a crazy person. Yeah. That, uh, so I think that's where she reacted from. But I also think PTSD from what she's seen. She's also only seen the horror. And she's dealing with that coming back to running water and all this privilege, yet knowing what's over there. And so I think that turmoil with her family that they don't realize and that they're not taking it serious and they're not even feeling bad because they're sheltered over here and why aren't they more involved? Yeah. So she's got a lot of turmoil. I know. I felt that a lot. I just thought I, and I think that would, I can see how that would be something people who go and serve would feel when they come mm-hmm. home. I also think that this, that her family was doing the best they could, right? With where they right. were at. Yeah. And so sometimes meeting people where they are can be more helpful than a lot of judging and blaming and finger pointing. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Because I don't think that makes them change. I don't think that encourages change. No, I agree with you. And she doesn't really have that relationship with them either. No, I think she's, uh, she's decided about who they are. Distant. And, yeah. And she just doesn't share with them, which would be, what if, what if she had been sharing all along more, because everybody talks about her blog. Well, did you read her blog? And the mom, like, hadn't read the blog. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, she wants to hear directly from her daughter. She doesn't want to go and read. That seems indirect. Yeah. Yeah. Like- and I kind of understood that, too. I can see how it might be extra effort to go and read mm-hmm. so, the thing, the blog. Or no, to, to write it to, on a blog and to send it to your family is yes. what I'm saying. Yeah. But maybe that would be the effort that would be the most worthwhile. So how soon on did you realize that she was pregnant? Oh, the first time she was nauseous. Yeah. Same. I I didn't even think cogs. I just thought, oh, they're healthy. I don't know why I did not even consider that she actually would get sick. I didn't. Right. And I because of realizing, oh, she's pregnant, that thought crossing my mind, I never did think they were going to get sick after no. that. No, no. I, I thought, yeah, no. It was a little weird when she passed out. Yeah, because that's an extreme and, yeah. reaction so, to nausea. I did in that moment go like, could she be sick? Yeah. Right? Like, right. I really think she's pregnant, but could she be sick? And then they said something about hypoglycemia. She was hypoglycemic. And I was like, oh, that's, oh, that's what yes. she's just. Yes. And she hasn't been eating. And they did talk about how thin she was. Mm-hmm. So it did make sense. I just was, I was a little weird. I loved her boyfriend. Now, another thing I did too, but I also thought like he's sick in the hospital and he's not reacting to any of her emails. Yes. And she's sending these like, I love you so much. Da, 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 da. Yes. I thought, oh, I she's honestly get thought he had somebody else. Like he was covering a family, like he had a wife and kids and like. I didn't go that extreme, but I thought I he really was going to say, this isn't going to work like yeah. outside of this weird this bubble was a we were in relationship 
here at the time. Kind yes. of reflective of what her dad did, like the one night stand. Yes. When he was like in we a were just war-torn a body area. to keep you warm. Yeah. Right. I really thought it was going to come back and her heart was going to be broken. I did think that too. I did. Before we like meet him and listen to yeah. his response, I absolutely was waiting for that ball to drop. Like, I thought for sure he was going to say, I, I've thought more he was going to be like, we're going to get in trouble. This isn't right. We like, need to stop this. We, yeah, yeah, we need to stop because they talked a lot about how it was against their ethics to And they weren't be like intimate. this. And why were they being so careless? This isn't And this them. like scared him. Like this experience yeah. scared him straight. And he needs to stop. He yeah. needs to put the brakes on. I thought on. that too. But no. Right. I, I was actually loved it. Yes. That he was like, oh, I missed you. I'm so glad to hear from you. Are you it okay? Are so you okay? Awesome. I loved that. I thought it was a really good um, showing of what a budding, re- like true, true re- love true relationship love, yeah. feels like and looks like. Right. Where she yeah. talks about wanting to tell him, like, I have a hundred things to tell you. I've, it's only been, right. it's been less than 24 hours. I have all these things I want to tell you. And right. And that is how it feels. Like yeah. you cannot say enough to the person you love in those first. Right. And the, the juxtaposition between her feelings towards him and her sister's feelings towards her actual fiance that she's known for what, six or seven years? Yes. They've like, been together a long and time. And she didn't, it felt like when she was on the phone with him, like they had nothing to say to each other. Yes. So I loved the dynamic of those two relationships that really just show you. Yeah. Like, how it should healthy. be yeah. a healthy, re- yeah. yeah. Like this is how you should be feeling when you're very first yeah. in love. Well, and I guess hers is six years in, Yeah, but six years true. in, like, and they and talked about still- the level of intimacy and stuff was very minimal. Right. And she even said it was never really like that. Yeah. They never really. I think I would still feel like you would know my family inside and out six years By in. By this time. You would know when I needed you yeah. the moment that you hear my voice. Right. To jump to George really quick. Okay, so George has a meeting with Jesse before they know anything. That they know each other. Or that they know the same or are going to the same family. And Jesse knows that George is gay or bisexual, but doesn't know for sure if George is even accepting it. And he's heard about that he's engaged. And then he comes to meet that this engaged fiance is his half sister yes do you think it was his place to say to phoebe that it's probably because he's gay like when he finally when did they fin- yeah i was going around about that because i thought you know he's saying he's not but what if i i kept playing this out let's say he doesn't say anything mm-hmm. and he stays close to this family and his sister Right, half sister now, this person that he is related to uh-huh. is married to this man mm-hmm. whom he knows because he had an interaction with him mm-hmm. is is maybe not all in. Right. Like I think I would feel a whole lot of worry and guilt. Like you want the person to have all the information. I I personally don't think I could have hand uh held that truth by myself. But he doesn't even come out with the whole truth, though. No, he never does. He, never he doesn't does share the intimacies. That they had an intimate moment, which I think is fine. Like, yeah. you don't need to like totally smear the man, but just but enough to maybe be like trying to comfort her enough of why it wasn't anything about her, 
Right. I think that was his it goal. It was all about him. I do think that was his goal. George and George's conflict. Yeah. I don't know that his timing yeah. was really great. Yeah. I guess I think that's what it is. Because when she really starts thinking about it, she's like, if I really am thinking about it, I've had those thoughts too. That's eventually yes. their conversation. Yes. I think the timing of right after the breakup was Maybe poor not. Timing. Yeah. 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 I mean, let's say, but what if they didn't break up? Like, would you share? Would like, you that share was that? something that I kind of, I'm like, she, he needs to say something. He's promising not to say anything, which I can also respect, right? Like, let this yeah. man walk his path, mm-hmm. but it's going to hurt a lot of people. If you go so far down that path, like, I don't know, where's the point of intervening? Where do you say, yeah, because you would want to know. I mean, this goes back to a lot as of things when you know a secret that you're keeping from another loved one. You can keep the secret, but once it's revealed that you knew it the whole time, there's hurt there too. There's hurt in not telling somebody yeah. When somebody's cheating on why them. Why didn't or, you tell yeah. me? Like, why didn't you tell me? Exactly. It's like the same kind of thing. When is it your thing to tell and when is it not? Yeah. I don't know. That was a really interesting dilemma that Jesse had. Yeah. And I I actually appreciated Jesse. Like he threw himself into a very hard situation. It was incredibly unknown how they were going to accept him. Mm-hmm. And you are in this situation, not in your own choice, right? Like right. to be this lost son. Right. Not in your own choice. But again, why are you going all the way there when you don't even know for sure this person wants Want to, to see, see you? you? Like, that was so hopeful. That was, a, yeah, a bit crazy. Totally crazy. But. I feel like that did bend into his personality. Like, right. I think like, he does jump before. I'm just going to jump in and yes. we're going to fix all of this. Like, of like, course they'll want to yeah. meet me. Yeah. But then he also didn't know. Like, he thought he'd done all his research. He didn't know that. It interfered. And, what was his name? The dad? Andrew. Andrew. He didn't know that Andrew had already been together with his girlfriend, fiance at the time. Yes. Of the incident with his birth mom so in his mind he wasn't bringing up any secrets right it was why wouldn't you want to meet him yeah there to him there were no red flags right to his birth other than accidental right that's hard his dad even know that he existed that there was a pregnancy off of that you know so there was a lot i did like the idea of the letter i love like the letter that he wrote that he was gonna hand deliver Mm mm-hmm I thought that was that was he the wrote right it way. Really, I love the way he was doing yeah. that. Maybe After should have been it, done earlier, right? But it, it worked out. I mean, but he did try to email him. He did I try like to email the him. idea of a hand delivered letter that you know, but you're also just dropping it at the door. You're Anyone not handing it to him. It. Yeah, I yeah, did think true. that. Not handed. And I, I thought face. that same thing. I'm like, you can't be sure because what if George picked that letter up, right, and decided to read it and was like, what? Yeah. I mean, what a shock for him. I kept waiting for George to show up after Jesse was there. Like, Jesse came the first time. I'm like, when are we going to see this? Right. Right. Like, this is going to be, I kept waiting for it to come. When he went, when George went into Jesse's bedroom Mm -hmm. and like shut the door, I was like, what is he going to (laughs) do? Like, this guy is crazy. Totally threatens him. Right. I will kill you. Doesn't he say, I will kill you? Like, you're. Like, that's a scared guy. He was very, very scared at that point. 
Yeah. But I do think it was that that made him finally be like, I can't do this. I need to leave, which that was the right choice. I, yeah. As even though I didn't love that he couldn't, he's still grappling with it. So, you know, what's he going to say to make Phoebe feel better? Like probably nothing nothing. at that point, but it's just, so he needed to just go. Yeah. But it was, it was the right thing. Like, don't keep walking down this path. Right. For all of George's faults, which he had many. Many. But that's because he didn't really that's love her. because he wasn't where he was supposed to be. Yeah. We all bring faults to the table when yeah. we're not being honest with ourselves. Totally. Don't you think? That was deep. Right? Jamie. Well, look at me Let's pulling out words. <laughs> Let's cross-stitch it. that. <laughs> I like yeah. it. I like that a lot. Put that on a coaster. I love it. <laughs> no, I, but yeah, that is, I think there were a lot of little things in this book and maybe it just hit me at the time that I'm processing a lot. Yeah. That were little life nuggets. Of, yeah. I can learn from that. Yeah. We all have families. We all have things in our families that are not perfect because none of us are perfect. And I just really liked, I could take a lot out of this book. I I thought so too. And I loved when Andrew started to recognize, I just, this part really stuck out to me. So we'll touch on it before we finish up, but that he recognized the separation, you know, it was. Between him and Olivia? Yes, I did love that one too. Andrew really was like, I think falling into a hole of isolation. Uh Uh-huh. You know, in so many ways, right. he was just worrying about his mundane things that really didn't matter. He only paid attention to things that were easy, such as his relationship with Phoebe, Phoebe was just easy. easy. And don't we all do that? Yeah. We go with what's easy. And Phoebe was a lot like his, her mother, Emma. Uh-huh. And he loves Emma. Yeah. And it was like, he knew how to like, do, you know, be with Emma. I can Emma, do this. And he could do that easily. With Phoebe. Yeah. Where... Olivia was a lot like him and he struggled with himself and the choices that he made. And so therefore he struggled struggled with with Olivia. Yeah. And I also love that once he's like, I'm quitting my job. This isn't great. And I've made, you know, I've had this discussion and I'm realizing this with Olivia that Phoebe's hurt. Yeah. Dad's quitting this job. That's our thing. Yeah. And that's very real too. Totally, That's a very true thing. Well, cause a lot of the things like, you think about it when Phoebe's been getting all of this attention mm-hmm. and she's the favorite and everybody knows it. Right. Right. Even though we don't vocalize it for so right. long that now that Andrew is recognizing, well, wait, I do have another daughter that deserves equal attention. So now we're overcompensating because it, it's been so long. Yeah. Yeah. That takes away from Phoebe. And Phoebe is a little off kilter about right. that. And it doesn't have to be the same kind of attention. I think we fault a yeah. lot of time with that. Like, oh, I'll take Olivia to some of these dinners. No, that wouldn't create the same relationship. There. You have to find what it is between you and Olivia that you can connect on and build that relationship. I was proud of Andrew. Yeah. He had the most growth, I, I think, in I the book. I did really like that his character. Yeah. As a he dad just was to like, be like, okay, I messed up. Daughters. I did that. And I can fix this and I can be honest with myself. Yeah. I appreciated that. But I love that he recognized that he'd allowed distance between him and Emma, his wife. Right. Mm-hmm. And the things that they needed and the ways that he tried to reconnect with her mm-hmm. and be closer with her and to be able to, have a stronger relationship yeah. again. And if you're I the really anchor of your it. family, 
Yeah. That has to be a strong marriage first. Yeah. Like that's where the strength should be, not with one of your daughters or yeah. your job, but with your partner to benefit all those other Everyone things. Everyone will feed. It's the trickle that. down. Yeah. And learn from that. Yeah. Now, when I felt like the book should end or was ending, that's what I should say. When I felt like the book was ending, there was about an hour left. Yes. So the ending. What did you think? I hated that Sean died. Oh, I hated that Sean died. It kind of made sense, though. Someone had to die. Oh, that was such a, like, unforeseen. You know, I, so at first many... I was like, wait, what? what? It no, came he's so alive. Because yeah. it's just announced on the news. Yeah, and that's how they find out, which is awful. But a lot of what they found out was through the media and the news yes. at this time because yes. they're quarantined. Right. But, oh, I did not see that one coming. That was really shocking. There's often times in think books where you see it coming. Like, da na na, we're wrapping it up. Yep. We're all happy go lucky we've learned from each other that was devastating that actually was so i felt sad. that for their family yes like here olivia has finally found her way back home and yeah. found a place at home right and she's dealt this incredibly That's hard blow. blow yeah and i loved when she went to the hospital to see him and she meets his mom and she's just like Loves oh her. we've heard so much about you a big hug and it just and when she's like this is my child's grandmother oh yeah. i just loved so much about that tragic it was tragic. so sad i love that, love that phoebe sad. stepped up she was a little bit her selfish phoebe self mm -hmm. but but then she, she came she's like if i don't come back i'm came. she knew yeah she needed to and she yeah. just did the best she could she didn't know what to do right you just and did the we best never you do we don't know we what to do we show up and that's what it is yeah right there just showing up not knowing what to do but you show up yeah and i that feel like this is lot. this was the key like they were sharing such personal sides of themselves so that they knew it was important to show up. Yeah. Yes. Like if Olivia hadn't been sharing this and she continued to keep it private and secret. Right. Then how would her family know what a blow it was right. that he was gone? I mean, obviously she's Absolutely. pregnant, but yeah. she had shared, right. How right. valuable this man was to her. Right. And that this is not something she'd ever seen for herself. Yeah. The fact that she found it was a complete shock to her and how exciting that was for her family. They would never have, this is what they expected from Phoebe. Yes. Not Olivia. Yes. And even Phoebe felt that way. Like, yeah, like this was supposed to be what, me. Yeah. So anyway. I agree. I, I just, I, I loved the growth that we saw in this family. I, I agree. I really loved all the different characters. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a, a lot of it was super unbelievable. Like, really, she met. She met Sean at the I airport and told this. you your whole story. And so she actually, and then, uh, not Sean, Jesse. She She'd Jessie. already told Jesse at the yes, airport. Yes. Jesse met George at the bar that night and come yes. to find out they all, this is all the same family. I, I mean, come on. I will say this, like but a I lot of times, it. I know a lot of times those kinds of things will happen in a book and you will find me rolling my eyes like give me a break right. but for whatever reason in this book i was like yeah absolutely <laughs> it did not bother me at all no. i was like yes i can see that this was 
organized for this purpose. Per- yeah. But it was okay. I liked it. I liked it. I liked it about it, but it all yeah. was like, come a bit on. tongue in cheek for if sure. If it had been a different book, it would have been. It would have driven on. me nuts. But I loved. It did not drive me nuts. The resolve of this family. So therefore, yes. I love what it all brought. Yeah. To these, this family coming together. They just together. were all very real characters, very real people, very yeah. humanized. I just thought this could be the neighbors next door. Yeah. And it could be my family. Like, this Absolutely. is just life struggles, relationship struggles that they are trying to fix. And I often think, like, I look at books as therapy. Yeah. I look at book club as therapy, and I think there is so much we can learn about ourselves when we're reading about another character. Yes. And this is one of those books I've taken away so much. I agree. I need to speak up. I need to say what I'm feeling. That's healthy. It's not healthy to keep it to myself. So I look at this book as very therapeutic. Yes. As a po- as a member of a family, which we all are, which a member we all of a family. Are. So I, I agree. Liked it. I loved it. What did you give it? I gave it three stars. If it was purely based on the second half of the book, it would have been four stars. So I did give it four stars. You gave it four. I thought okay. about doing three. I just couldn't get past the beginning being so messy. I just really enjoyed the family so much that yeah. I was like, I can see it. Okay, family. Yeah, I'm gonna give you four. But I, I agree. There are yeah. things. I was I was on the fence. I That first third of it, I just couldn't get over the confusion of that first third. But three stars is still great. So I recommend great. it. I liked yes. it. I thought it was a great story. I took, I take a lot away from it. Yeah, I agree. I, I loved, what a great December read. I agree. Happy so holidays. fun. I know. Please let us know what you thought if you were able to read the book. You can find yeah. us on Instagram or Facebook. You can email us at thisisyourbookclubpodcast at gmail.com. Please rate and subscribe. You can share with your friends. Share Tell them about the us. Yeah. Please. Thanks to Amphibious Zoo for our music. And we'll see you next year. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jamie. And, and this, this is, is your, your book club. club.